Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, a guide to art, culture, and tourism in Tokyo. My name's Stuart Monroe, and around this time each Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I'll bring news and views from Japan. And with inbound travel now returning, I'll also note changes to outbound travel as and when they happen. A cherry blossom tree belonging to the Somme Yoshino species, used by the local meteorological agency in Miyazaki to track Japan's sakura season during spring, appears to be slightly confused, sprouting its flowers on the wrong side of the calendar. As of this Tuesday, there are about 30 flowers on the tree in the city, and officials there suspect the off-season blossoms are due, in part, to the recent typhoon Namadol in mid-September. Strong winds strip the tree of its leaves, which likely prompted flowers to bloom early. The agency normally declares a start to the local cherry blossom season when six or more flowers appear, but there'll be no such announcement this time. Instead, it's business as usual, with no expectation that the sudden blossom this year will affect the sakura season next spring. As mentioned Monday, the Toronto Monazubadai project, the latest development by the family-owned Mori Building Company, aims to reimagine a part of Tokyo long dominated by the face of corporate Japan. It squares off against the monumental Reiyukai Shakaden Buddhist Temple, the Tokyo Masonic Grand Lodge of Japan, and the Russian Embassy, which looks rather meek in the shadow of Mori's new project. And as mentioned on Wednesday, Small Slow But Steady, a boxing film directed by Shaw Miyake and shot in 16mm film, premiered at this year's Berlin International Film Festival and is due for general release this December. Before that though, Kyoto hosts a series of events for experimental artistic collaboration throughout October and November, all asking the hard question, what can art contribute during periods of austerity? By relaxing borders earlier this month, Japan's only now beginning to return to normal, welcoming back a foreign audience, so it's natural to imagine it filled con- with concerns for the future and questions of what happens next. One answer comes in the form of three events, balancing Kyoto's own image of heritage with art exploring technology. It's reflected by this year's Kyoto Experiment, which began on October the 1st and ends on the 23rd this Sunday, called New Tekuteku, which so far has featured three programmes. There's shows, a lineup of experimental performance and artworks from around the world, super knowledge from the future, a series of talks and workshops exploring performance in society, and Kansai studies, exploring the potential of the region. And some of those taking part include Tokyo's Space Not Blank Theatre, the theatre director Samara Hirsch from Melbourne, Masami Akita's noise project Mertzbau, and the Berlin artist Tino Segal, to name but a few. The art festival Alternative Kyoto, on the other hand, which began on September the 9th and ends on November the 20th, is spread across three sites, one rural, one urban and one by the sea. They all combine local culture with cutting-edge technology that, as the title suggests, gives an alternative view of Kyoto that doesn't dwell on history or historical relevance. There are physical interventions in the city, a 500-inch digital screen showing artwork on the city outskirts, a 4-metre interactive LED cube with work by the French digital studio Irregular, and a light display by Kyoto-based Spectra, both near the sea. And then there's art collaboration Kyoto, from November the 18th to the 20th. It packs in an incredible amount into a short period of time, all threaded through the centre of the city, 
but revolving around the International Conference Centre to the north that's brutalist in posture. The fair features gallery collaborations where local galleries host a gallery from abroad. Kyoto meetings exhibits artists closely related and connected to the city, while a curated programme introduces art at a series of satellite venues. Other programmes draw upon non-profit organisations building a programme of alternative settings by taking over buildings, occupying retail spaces or just placing art in local shrines. Seeing all of this in the context of recent local events, from Monday's note reporting on the growing financial hardship of Japanese business, to Wednesday's notes on the preservationist who ploughed through a 1600-year-old Japanese toilet with a 22-year-old car, the 100 Chinese dragon gang members fighting in a French restaurant on the 58th floor of a building, and the female boxer in the film Small, Slow But Steady, reflecting her faltered surroundings by having it shot in 16mm film, these art fairs and festivals picture the many ways in which people look for alternatives, out of season, away from the norm, drawing on inbuilt strength to build new communities beyond existing borders. That's all for now. I'll be back for next week's first instalment on Monday the 24th. If you enjoyed this episode, you might consider rating us on Apple Podcasts. We even think about spreading the word online. Until then, thanks for listening. This is Notebook. Thank you.